Dog Chaser Central, where time is of the essence. And we are talking about all things Charles Hamilton music moments and everything in between. I'm Slick Braxton. And I am Mike D. Jackson. What's up, man? Uh, you don't have to tell anybody that I just messed up that intro at least twice. Uh, how are you doing? I wasn't. And I'm not going to. Uh, I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm feeling good compared to, you know, some other weeks. Um, yeah. This weather's still crazy, though. I ain't going to lie. Uh, I don't know when you guys are going to be listening to this, but I'm just telling you, the weather's crazy. Yeah, Weather's just crazy, man. But I'm good, though. Personally, from, from my own standpoint, I'm good. Well, that's good. That's that's always a good thing. I see you got the Shawn Michaels shirt on right now. Yeah, I do. HBK, even though he's not my favorite, you already know who the favorite is. Brett okay. the Hitman Hart. But that's neither here or there. I can say this as a Bret Hart fan. I can be honest and respect the work that Shawn Michaels has put in. Cause at that point, if you're just saying that he's not good, like you're, you're just a liar. You're just yeah. a damn liar compared to other people. I know that like Shawn Michaels is like, Oh, I, I just never like Bret Hart. I just, I'm like, you don't have to like him, but the work, yeah. you know, it's, it's about respecting someone's craft and the time they put in the time and effort they put into something. You don't have to necessarily like it. You got to respect it. And speaking of that, that's what we're doing today with this tape. We're respecting the craft of Charles Hamilton. Yeah, we are. That's good. That was actually good. And with time in there too. That's that's actually pretty solid. You're getting better at this. Uh, um, (laughs) You're getting better at this. I was going to say, you know, a few years ago, like, a few like maybe 10 or 15 years ago you wearing that shirt and being a Bret Hart fan would have been sacrilegious it would have and I would have never done it I would have never done it but at this point they've hugged it out man I actually seen it on like a video where they're talking about hey man it's just crazy how things happen they're I'm not gonna say they're the best of friends but they're definitely on good terms now so that's always good to see but you already know how I know it doesn't matter if I wore this or a Bret Hart shirt some kid that's 15 is going to come up to me saying Hey, who's Shawn Michaels? And I'm like, fuck you, kid. How about that? Get the <laughs> fuck out of my face. If I wore a John Cena shirt, you know who he is. Yeah. But no hate to John Cena because I got John Cena jersey. So uh uh today we are gonna talk about a a a closer than recent tape than what we've been, you know, uh reviewing so far. Uh this is chronometry, um by Charles Hamilton, man. Uh, do you have the facts on this? All right. Yes. Chronometry came out in 2014. Like we said, sometime recent. While I was listening to this tape recently, I believe that is not necessarily stated like officially by Charles, but in some of the songs, I believe that he was signed at this time. He, he wasn't on Republic yet, but he might have had something going on, at least brewing what Term First Records, which there's some company out in London, which... I'll be honest, when I first heard Charles say, oh, I got a deal out in London, I'm like, this might be is, y'all know when Charles talks about certain topics, it's like little iffy, little, hey, London means this, and Chicago means that, and it's it's cryptic. And I no, he's talking about London, London, London Bridge, London Bridge falling down. That's what he's talking about. But one of the things that's crazy about this tape, the name, Chronometry, I had to look it up. Stick, do you know what chronometry means or the definition of chronometry? Uh, my bachelor in English uh, wouldn't let me not figure out what it was, but tell the people what it is. All right. Listen, 
I don't have none of that, so I wouldn't know either. So chronometry is the science of accurate time measurement. Mm -hmm. That is the definition of it. So what I think Charles is trying to do with this tape, we were talking about timing earlier. Mm -hmm. A lot of things that has happened in Charles' career hasn't always been kind to him with time, mm -hmm. but he's always on time with delivering projects, trying to make sure that we understand like, hey, when I drop this project, there's a certain reason behind it. There's a lot of times Charles has dozens of projects and he'll say, hey, I have this project. I'm going to drop it six months from now. We're like, why not drop it now? Mm -hmm. And there's there's a certain timing, like there's a method to his madness. And I believe he's trying to explain a little bit of his method and his madness with this project as well. Okay. Because I was definitely going to ask you, like, what did you think the title of the of the project meant? Uh, because I'm looking at some of the, the names of the songs and I'm like, I can't piece it together. Uh, but yeah, I, I like I like that. I like that theory because he, he is he is very specific. And like like we've been talking about before, like you just never know when he's going to drop something. He can drop something randomly, and that's just the time it's supposed to do. And sometimes it would be like, oh, today's July, whatever. Let me drop four or five projects at once. So, like, you never know, like, what his accurate measurement of time is something different from what everybody else does. And so, like, yeah, that's interesting. Plus, he's always been not necessarily obsessed with time, but, like, the whole Sonic and, you know, that's a that's kind of a measurement of time because you're trying to figure it's basically a time trial. Sonic is basically a time trial game. If you really think about it, you have 10 minutes to get from A to B and to complete the goal. And, you know, I wonder what, I wonder what this zone per se, the time frame was supposed to be. Cause I didn't even think about trying to, I almost did. I, no lie. I almost added the, the song length of each song and added it up to see if it meant something. <laughs> I was really close. Well, you do know, if you guys don't know, Charles is very particular with numbers too. Mm -hmm. You know, there's numerology and all that. So, for example, he always talks about sixes, and yep. I know there's fours and threes, and every number has a different meaning. Obviously, sevens, good luck and whatnot. But I would say this. So, like you said, with the whole Sonic thing, you know, you have 10 minutes to get through the zone. Also, let's say if you're an artist, most songs aren't going to be 10 minutes, but whatever the length of the song is, whether it's three minutes, four minutes, five minutes, you have to make sure you get your point across within that time frame. If yep. you don't, same thing, game over, you know? So I think with him, he's trying to get through the zone, get through these talking points. And the, the biggest thing about this, this is one of the tapes where some people might be iffy on this, but, but hear us out. Mm -hmm. This is one of the tapes where you could either consider it lo-fi, but you could also consider it, you know, one of the, the freestyle tapes because Charles isn't writing on this. I wouldn't necessarily call it lo-fi sound-wise. I think it's it's pretty audible sound-wise compared to maybe some projects in 2011, 2012. But this is within that category. But I think that if you guys check it out and you listen to our standpoint on it, you, you might you might have a different opinion on it if you're kind of iffy on that at first. But I think that's what Charles is trying to do. Give his standpoint, give his bottom line on songs while he's doing his thing, you know, freestyling on the beat and trying to convince us, hey, 
this is what I'm here to do. This is what I came to do. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, so just remind me, is this was this your first time listening to this tape? I'll be honest. I don't know. Okay. I feel like I feel like I might have heard the tape previously back in 2014. Mm-hmm. But you know, as we said, Charles comes out with a lot of projects. At this time, I was very selective of what I heard. There's one or two songs I actually did hear mm-hmm. from this tape that I, I can tell you, oh yeah, I heard this, you know. But other tapes, I mean other songs, I'm like, I don't really remember this. So it's possible that I did hear this, but it's a thing of me when I first listened to it. It wasn't the greatest listen because I didn't really give, you know, my all my all into it, wasn't really checking it out. I'm like, okay, all right, this is cool. Gotcha. But now that we're removed several years, it's like, okay, I can actually kind of visualize this and give give it a second listen compared mm-hmm. to how it was before in 2014. And that was that was a while ago. But very recent, like you said, compared to some of these other tapes we've done in 2008, 2009, right. and all that. Yeah, so I, I know I've listened to this tape before. Um, I don't think I listened to it right away, like not when it dropped in 2014. Maybe a little later, like a few years later. Mm-hmm. Cause I was, I got back into like, oh, let's listen to some Charles to see what he's been up to since, you know, whatever. Um, and I, I think I'm like, I'm like you, I probably, I gave like a cursory type of listen. So I was listening for what I was into at the time. So I wasn't necessarily listening for content. I wasn't listening for, I was listening to what sounded good to me. And I remember after, after I listened to it, I was like, I want these two songs and I added it to my iPod or whatever I had at the time. So like right. and cool. And I was like, all right, bet. Uh, so I still had the I still had the tape downloaded or whatever. So this is uh, this is this is cool because it was uh, I mean it's another few years since then. And now I can kind of now that I'm listening for a more comprehensive type of listen, I'm able to listen to stuff with a more closer ear, if that makes sense. So um yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready to get this a, a great listen. And yeah, let's let's get right into it, man. All right, let's do it. Let's uh, do it. it opens up with Bear Nabisco. All right, and, so yeah, right. <laughs> so when I first heard this, first first time, I I think like I said, this is why I'm like I'm pretty sure I've heard this tape before. But it was one of those things where the beat when I first heard it was kind of jarring. I think when, like back in 2014, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, but listen to it now because I've done two listens. I actually listened to this project in the car while I was driving, mm-hmm. and also listen to it at home in earbuds, which is normally, I guess, the preferred method. But listening to it now, mm-hmm. and then I could actually pick out, okay, he's definitely freestyling on this tape. I think it's a pretty good intro. I like I, I like the beat a little bit more now, like mm-hmm. I said, compared to some other stuff Charles has made before. At the time, I was like, I, I, I get it, but it's like, eh, I think that's what, what made me pass on it at first. But like now I'm like, it's a good intro. I like it compared to how the rest of this tape goes. I'm like, good intro. He sets it up well. I like it. Okay. Um. So. It's yeah. It's it, I put it in my in my good category. I think it's like it's 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 a solid song. I I wonder, did you get kind of like a um? Could you say the beat is kind of jarring? Did you get kind of like a uh like a modern disco feel? I wouldn't have said that, but that's a great way of putting it. I think that's the best way of, of saying that, because I'm not sure exactly what he sampled on there, but 
just how I'm thinking about it now, that does sound kind of like a disco type of thing. And Charles is always known to, especially now of recent, he samples a lot of funk, a lot, a lot of, a lot of songs from that era and whatnot. Um, it, it does have a somewhat of a modern disco feel to it. I, I like, I like the way that you explain that. Yeah, I, I get that. I yeah. ask is because, like, as I was listening to the song, like, you know, he's rapping and doing, doing some, some good stuff one day, but then he gets to the hook and he's like. My mind is like disco, disco, disco. I might, I wonder if there's like a correlation there with those two things, because that's that's kind of what I got. Because it's it's the beat is it has a bop enough where you do kind of like you start jamming a little bit, and I'm wondering if that's supposed to that connection is supposed to be made in that in that sense. But I don't know. It, but that's what I got out of it. Or He's not saying, oh, well, he isn't saying, where does this go? Mm-hmm. But instead of it being disco, it's mm-hmm. Nabisco. Maybe, maybe it's, a, oh, yeah. it's a play on, maybe it's a play on words, you know? Like, yeah, that's also, true. Personally, with me, when I think of Nabisco, I think of cookies. I just think of the cookies, man. I don't know I mean, why. I like everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think of the cookies, but it, 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 it could, you know, a lot of times songs are up to, everyone's own interpretation so it could be a whole thing of disco could be because a lot of times with these songs charles does make regardless of he's freestyle or not he does want us to dance to it wants to have some type of certain groove to it so it, it could be disco could be nabisco you could be on the dance floor eating cookies you could be sitting down eating cookies y'all don't know you never know man yeah. now i've personally never been on the dance floor eating cookies i don't i don't know who does that but you never know man I seen someone on the dance floor with wings though, with a plate of wings. I've I've seen that. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. I don't want to be nowhere near that person at all. <laughs> no, um, I, I I was at least like six feet away recording. Like, okay, they got wings on the floor. Don't spill them on me because they're barbecue wings too. Oh God, what? Yeah, they're barbecue wings. I'm like, all right, that person, cool. that person's a psychopath. <laughs> uh, next up is BDBs, which translates to. Uh, Blue denim blankets. Yes, sir. Uh, this was one of those songs that I that when I heard it that first time uh, a few years ago, I was like, I like the song. Like it was very, I don't know what it was about it, but it was just very inviting, very. Um, I don't know. It was just it felt it felt like a like a bop. It was a it was a bop for me, um, okay. and it to me like the song was just kind of. And I'm not sure if. The girl is Jamise, I believe, what's her name in the song? Jamaris? Nah, not Jamaris. Okay. I love that song, by the way. I can't, <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that one. That's one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, now, I think uh, Jamise, I think, was the name in the song. But um, it's, yeah, I felt like it was just a song about, you know, somebody or, or, or a significant other that's just really, you know, they're like your security blanket. Like, everything's good when they're around you, when you're holding on to them, when you're, when you're attached to them. Um, right. how did you feel about the song all right so i was so when you first hear the song like you said it's it's inviting and you know what it is because the song the sample hmm. it sounds like a nighttime lullaby type of song that you know you might play for like your child and you're trying to put them to sleep you're trying to calm them down something like yep. that something very relaxing so hmm. i'm like okay could put you in the okay you know i could just lay down and catch some z's hmm. but what threw me off first, you know, how he starts the song off, my blankie, my blankie. Yeah. So at first I'm like, all right, Charles, right. all right, what are you doing? What are you doing, man? But he does reel you back in because there is a message in the song, like you said, 
he's either talking about his actual blanket because he's talking about taking it everywhere and you know feeling so secure with your blanket and that's a real thing like i think about linus from charlie brown yep blanket everywhere took took the blanket everywhere never let go of it yeah it's one of those things and also that was a blue i don't know about being that was blue it was blue it was blue so it, it could be a thing of Charles. He might be talking about like if he was like in you know, Linus' shoes, but like you said, if it's a woman or or anybody, just whoever it is, it could be music. It's mm-hmm. something or someone that makes you feel so safe and secure and you want to take that person or thing with you everywhere. And there is a, a deep meaning to it. So he did bring me back in and the verses were very solid. This is one of the things where I was very impressed by this song and a couple others because I'm like, even though he's freestyling, He's sticking to the point. He's sticking to the description of the song. Yeah. And like you said, you can you can visualize it and be like, okay. But it was at first the whole my blankie and him saying it like that. If he just said it, said it like my blankie, I was yeah. like, okay. But I'm like, my blankie, my blankie. I think about I forget what movie it is, but it's like an old school movie it was like uh boss the plane. Yeah. The plane. yeah. <laughs> but but I, I'm cool with the song, man. I, I really do like it. Like that, that's the only thing I, I was just like iffy about at first, but I, I generally like the song though. My blinky, I love my blinky. It's such an angel in me. Ain't she beautiful? Laying with her, looking at my dead skin and cuticles from my toes. There's some things I don't wanna know. But the beauty of it all is I can curl up into a ball and sleep under my blinky. I feel like he has to say it like that though, because I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, I don't know if, I don't know if that, if that, if that, if just saying my blankie in like a normal tone is gonna get it done. You feel me? Because then it, it might, it might sound weirder actually. Because then he's like, wait, what? <laughs> I feel like I wish, I wish I could just go back in time and just like watch myself listen to the song for the first time to see right. if I had the same reaction. Like, wait, excuse me. But I think I think I think that kind of adds to the song because it is like a childlike wonder. Because like that's how that's how kids are, man. Like like baby like babies are like little kids who like have like a, a stuffed animal, like a or like a blanket in the situation. That's how they kind of talk at that yeah. time. You know what I'm saying? So like I, it's it kind of it kind of brings that childlike wonder or that childlike innocence that a kid would have, but you have it in this situation for whatever the blanket represents in this. Uh, song you know what i mean yeah I, I get it at the end of the day you do have a point where if you probably said it like regular it probably but here's the thing too with music sometimes the most off-putting thing or catching thing is the reason why you stay tuned to the song mm-hmm. at the same time if you don't have anything that catches your ear whether it's the beat some type of lyric or something like that mm-hmm. you might be like yeah it's a good song skip it's okay song skip because yeah. think about it now like I mean, music's been like this, but TikTok now, like a lot of these songs that are trending, it's something that was said, like one line or verse. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, you remember this one song, this, this, and that? Yeah. And most of the songs aren't even good, but it's just like, oh, but it caught my attention for those three, yep. first like, four seconds, caught my t- attention. And then with this song, it caught my attention right from the beginning, but it was actually a good song. So mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I, I heard that part, the the blanky part, but I'm staying for the rest of the song, and, and, and I enjoy the song. So... Shout out to Charles for that, because that, that might have been been something that he he planned, but who knows. <laughs> uh, next up is Department of Social Services. All right. So uh, this song and the next song 
this is what I consider like great beats, great freestyling. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't necessarily have a subject, it's one of those things where it doesn't matter. You could carry yourself through if you're rapping and or freestyling well. I really I really like this song. I like the Department of Social Services. It's one of those things where some of the names on, on, on these uh on these projects, I'm like, why did he name it this? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I like the song. I definitely like the song. Nice song. I had it in the good category. Um, it was, it's cool. I don't know if it's one that I'm gonna instantly like run back to, because I like I said the the beat is good. The beat is really good. Uh, that's the uh, that's the Jackson Five sample. Uh yes, yes. So I like that and he chops it up really good. Where it's like if you're not paying attention, you'll miss that that it is a Jackson Five sample. Um. But yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm not I'm not in love with the hook, and I feel like I feel like Charles is one of, like the better like for us like or for me right right I feel like he's one of the better like hook masters like as far as like infectious and kind of you want to do the callback with him or whatever, and that one's okay, but I feel like it's not like the most masterful one he does. The next song obviously is really good to me. Uh, yeah. I don't want to talk about that when we get to it, but yeah, Department of Social Service is cool. But again, also interesting. It's like we're coming off a of blue denim blanket, right? Right. Then we go into Department of Social Services. And when I think of Department of Social Services, I'm thinking like it could be a multitude of things, right? Yeah. It, it, so it's usually, like, usually not good. The connection there. You usually usually not good. It's like, ah man, why why are they over here? Oh right. um, what I will say is this. I think a lot of times when Charles wants to make songs like these, mm-hmm. like I said, I think it's more about him wanting to flow and freestyle. And of course, you kind of have to have a hook. This isn't back in the days where it was like the '80s, where you had a hook. No, no, you had a you had a verse, and then the hook of the chorus was just the, the eight bar beat, and you just was quiet. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes that's cool, but like these days, you know, you definitely can't do that unless the beat's just masterful or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I know, like you said, with the Jackson Five beat, I think the thing that made me a little bit biased of liking it a little bit more than maybe mm-hmm. other people might like it. So, like I said, it's the Jackson Five sample. What it makes me think about is crisscross jump, because I think it's like the same type of beat that they use kind of yeah. similar. So like it's 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 because yeah. like it makes me think about that how he chopped it up. I thought about that, and he's just talking about in the hook. He's like, "I want it, uh, uh, I want it, I want it with y'all." So you know, so you know how Charles is when when he wants to talk his shit. He's like, "Look, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing, and y'all aren't better than me." I I do here in some of these songs there is like a bit of i guess disdain that might not be the right word but you know especially around this time he was still going through the whole ah uh, people say my music's not good they don't like this they don't like that and then i think he really wanted to prove to people like hey like if this is the type of energy you want because there were conflicting ideas of people saying you should write more you should you should you should record like this more record like that more and i think he's trying to meet it in the middle where he's still trying to do it at his own level, but still trying to satisfy the masses. And and I felt like in, in a good way of compromising for him and, and, and the fans, he, he did a really good job of it. But I, I do like it. I, I really do like this. One of my favorites. Uh, Next one is Pedigree is Dog Food, I believe is what it's called. Let me see. Hold up. Make sure I got it. Oh, wait. No, no sorry. Yeah. That's incorrect. Harlem's Verbal Kent is next. My fault. You're good. 
Yeah, Harlem's Rebel Kent is next. What did you think about that one? I also add that in a good category. Okay, so with this one, like I said, with this song in Department of Social Services, like I said, I feel like this is Charles doing a great job with like picking a great beat, sampling it, mm-hmm. and then also freestyling well to the point of because there's times where like I'll hear a Charles song where he's freestyling or he's writing in his head, whichever you prefer. He'll write in his head, he'll freestyle, and it's good, but there's no, I guess there's no story to it sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't have to be, right? But it's like he'll start, he'll start over here, then he'll start over there, then he'll go over here, go over there. But with those last two songs, I feel like he did a great job, kind of just sticking to a point. What mm-hmm. Harlem's verbal Kent, I really like this too. There was this point in time where I do remember people saying, "Hey, the energy when you're rapping is just off. Like it might be a thing of like being depressed, being upset, mm-hmm. and not translating well in the music." Because you know when when people are sad and they make sad songs, sometimes it's like, oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. But it's like sad, mopey music that people weren't really uh, agreeing with. So with this song, I feel like if anyone is to tell Charles, hey, when you freestyle or you're not writing, uh, your energy is all, this is the energy I think that Charles needs. It's the type of energy where he's focused, he's determined, and not saying that he wasn't determined before because Charles would always say, he would always try to tell people, I am determined, I am focused, but it's like, this is what we're talking about sound-wise. Sound-wise, this is what, you, what we're talking about. Great freestyling, great beat, and like I said, staying on topic, staying on the point. Uh, the sometimes, I think he has he's kind of sing-songy in the uh, hook, the chorus, mm-hmm. and I think he stays in at, at his limit, his level that he normally is at because sometimes he'll start to, I don't want to say yodel. He's not yodeling. But sometimes, like, he'll kind of go off on a tangent of singing, and he'll try to make something, and it's like, it just doesn't connect properly. But I felt like he connected the dots really well on this song right here, along with the last song. But this is another one of my favorites as well. All I do is spit riddles that are so transparent to your eyes. Apparently, these niggas is married to lies, and I don't feel like carrying guys. Click, clack, surprise. Any, any, uh, any thought process from you as far as the title? Uh, Harlem's Verbal Kent. Um, First thing I think of is Clark Kent, but he didn't mention Superman or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, him being from Harlem. Um, I really didn't connect connect anything with yeah. it, to be honest. What about you? I have nothing. I, 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 I was racking my brain today. Like, what am I missing? And I was trying to listen to a song, trying to figure it out, but I, I, it wasn't connected for me. So I, I don't know. It'd be interesting to know, though. I- Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I think overall, like you said, we're talking about chronometry and timing. And t- time explains all in due time. So, of course, when Charles hears this, he can definitely explain it to us. Uh, appreciate him. Shout out to Charles for checking out all the episodes so far. And yeah. also filling in some areas that we're not exactly expertise in, you know, that we're not experts in. Because there's been sometimes I've seen him comment saying, hey, this song was about this or this was written at this time and et cetera. So. Uh, it, and, and also for any star chases as well if you guys know anything that we don't if, if you have heard this tape feel free to let us know as well because i think it helps uh, solidify the legacy of charles more mm. because charles's biggest thing so far has been hey 
they're not recognizing me for my talents and for what I've done. And Charles has so many great projects and songs that the more that we do this and the more that we continue to talk about him, the the easier his name goes out there and more of the stuff gets uh, publicized because Charles is from the blog era and we all know a lot of stuff in the blog era, it's gone. If you were there, we remember it. But if you yeah. weren't, you can't look it up. You have to basically look at me or Stick or even Charles if you can get in contact with them and say, hey, what does this mean? What was what was this about? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I, I I feel like we're doing some good some good stuff right now, and I'm I'm glad this is it's been dope to see like all like all the Star Trek has come out. Some like I haven't seen in years, and and some new ones that we I, I've never actually had you know interactions with, and just everybody appreciating like the music and Charles, and it's been it's been it's been real cool to see. I'm glad I'm glad we're doing this. Um, Definitely, uh, Pedigree is dog food. That was actually the one I was talking about as far as like. I feel like he did a really good job with it. I really, really, really like this song. I love this song actually. Um, I'm not sure why I didn't why it didn't connect with me the first time I listened to this, but it's it's just it's a it's a good. I like the sample. I, I wish I, I I've heard the sample before. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I I know it, but I can't tell you what it is. But it's a great sample, and it's really slowed down. And then you know the verses are dope, but I really want to focus on the hook. Right. Uh, I believe the hooks goes. Um, if you love that gangster shit, all it does is poison you. Let me help you let it loose. I can make you feel brand new. I'll just So it's right. like it's it's an interesting like thing. Like is he saying that it's better if I if I do the poisoning versus you poison yourself by listening to this or like by enjoying this music? Or I, I what did you get from that hook? All right. So the name, first of all, that is correct. Pedi- pedigree is dog food. It Never is it, like... it, it's one hundred percent. It's also triple H's finisher, but that's another story for another. <laughs> I, I've I've never seen a, a cat version of pedigree. You know, I'm like, no, this dog food still dog food so um i do agree with you on that like with the hook it it definitely has a a meaning to it because the reason why i I bring that up because i do remember it was maybe like uh two years ago or something like that i seen this interview with diddy right Mm -hmm. and diddy was saying something similar along the lines of oh you know don't sign to the and you know let let me be politically correct don't sign to the palm colored you know yeah. sign to me don't right. give them all your money give right. me your money and it's like yeah are you supposed to be helping me like are you like it's like oh you know don't let those strangers take advantage of you let me take advantage of you now i'm not saying that that's what charles is trying to do or that's what he's saying but i do think that he's saying that like with a lot of like i don't even say gangster music with a lot of there's music that's violent overly sexual and whatnot Mm -hmm. and it's in the mainstream where it's like hey we all know it's not good for you we see the type of imagery that they promote whether it's online and music videos marketing ads and people you know end up having so many mental and body issues because of it and charles has been in the industry so he's like hey you know don't don't go down that road I've been down that road. Right. But my music, of course, I'm not 
I'm not perfect either. I'm not a saint either, but you should check it out from my standpoint. So at least I could guide you through a little better because at the end of the day, we all have our own vices and our own own issues, our own problems. But it's like, hey, this is kind of like a choose your own adventure. You go down that road and, and be poisoned by people that don't care. But at least with me, if I do poison you, I feel like with him, he's saying, you know, it'll be little doses. It's not going to be a whole batch where you're going to OD, mm. you know. But he definitely has a message and a meaning in the song. One of the things I wrote down was that he kind of know a little bit in this song, he kind of talks about like his relationship and just feeling towards fans and music and whatnot. And like I kind of mentioned earlier, he's mentioned about, okay, fans saying I need to do this and do that. And I'm not necessarily in the, in the greatest position right now because I'm kind of like at a standstill. Like, do I continue making music the way I want to, but not making any money from it? Or do I sign again? Do I sign again and be part of the regime, be part of an industry yeah. that doesn't really care about people? Because at the end of the day, Charles, we know he cares about people. He reaches out to his fans. He talks to us. Yeah. Also, he just talks to random people, too. But it's, it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting, just to say the least. I'll say that. Yeah, I, I, and there's another point in the song where he's kind of saying, you know, when I was, when I was rapping about positive positivity and stuff like that, it's like, oh, they weren't listening to me or whatever. So at least now I'm like, well, if you, if I got it, if you want to listen to negative stuff, at least let me do it in my way or whatever. And it was kind of, it was just interesting that how this song came to be and how it, the message is 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 both a a not a positive, but it's a it's a twofold, like double edged sword, right? It's like I'm yeah. trying to help you by not letting you follow this gangster stuff, but like if if you do have to, if you do want to be poisoned, if you do want to go through these vices or whatever, at least let me lead you to 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 it myself, because at least I know how to come from the other side of it. You know what I mean? True. It's one of those things where it's more of a every, every everyone tries to be. Oh, I'm the good this. I'm the good that. It's like sometimes not necessarily about being good good and evil good and bad it's about being real what's actually yeah. real like hey i'll show you what, what's behind the curtain you might not like it and don't yeah. blame me for it but i just want to let you know like what, what you're looking for might not necessarily be be exactly right there but there there is some stuff behind there that i think you need to check out yeah um back-to-back great songs ralph nader again one of my favorite songs that was the other song that when I first listened to it, I picked up immediately. Uh, great message. Great message. I don't give a fuck about what people say. I don't give a fuck about what people say. I don't give a fuck about what people say. Neither should you. Unless I own. Unless I own the motherfuckers. Um, so... This is one of the reasons why I was saying, hey, I think I might have heard the tape before because I do remember hearing this song personally. And yeah. also, if I remember correctly, there was a video out for Ralph Nader mm-hmm. um, along with Hotel Talk. Yeah. Uh, so I remember, and it was funny because at the time, like, I think there Charles had like a website. He had like a website where like, if you wanted to see it, you had to look it look it up there. But that, that's been gone now. So you can, you can see the video for that on YouTube at... Hamill Vision, shout out to Hamill Vision, Marcus. But 
really good song um one of my favorites like you said i think a lot of people this is like the first song almost everyone heard especially if you listen to the tape around that time but it's a really good message and i hate to say that it sounds cliche like ah i don't give a fuck because apparently everybody nobody gives a fuck now it's like about 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 opinions about opinions you shouldn't give a fuck about right shouldn't i agree with that um do you know who ralph nader is um, so if you were to be like, hey, give a quick definition and a biography of him, I'm not fucking doing that. I, I, I'm very, not very familiar, somewhat familiar with, with Nader, though. Yes, I am familiar with Nader. But if you were like, hey, when was he born? Did he? I'm like, eh, we're not doing all that. But I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm somewhat familiar with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously couldn't do that either. I, I just used to <laughs> free. Uh, but, hey man, we'll say that again for 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 everyone listening. You know, for oh, the star chasers and the non star chasers, just Google Google's what? What is it? It's free, bro. Like that's why when it's, people ask questions, I'm like, listen, I don't mind people asking questions, but like for certain questions, I'm like, hey yo, dog, you got a phone that has the internet immediately on there. Just just look that junk up, bro. Google's free. They not stop. They not gonna stop. They not charging you. Just they not. Please, look it up yourself, please. Just, just type, type. For example, Ralph Nader. You could be like, go on Google, Ralph Nader. Pops up instantly. Pops up. Amazing. I can understand if we're having a conversation. You're like, oh, do you know that? That cool. That's fine. But if like you're actually asking for like educational purposes and like you need to know the answer, like life or death, just just look it up. It's fine. No one, no one's gonna think think lowly of you. I promise you. <laughs> uh, Ralph Nader was a political activist, man. Uh, did a lot of different things, uh, but he was very highly involved in consumer protection, environmentalism, and government reform. Um, I can kind of, I could probably see why he's he's uh why this why this was called Ralph Nader because Ralph definitely was. I think he went against the grain per se, as far as like oh everybody's like oh you know. Let's just keep doing this. And Ralph's like, nah, nah. And he calls out people for certain stuff. And I, I think that he just did not give a fuck about what people thought about that. He was going to say what he had to say, and that's what it is. True. It, it's it's always crazy because when you have someone that goes against the grain in any type of way, it could be by a little or a lot. Mm-hmm. Status quo. The status quo of everyone around is just like, did he just say that? Wait, wait, did did he just do that? Yeah. So it's it's always confusing for a lot of people because everyone just thinks about okay, we do A, B, and C, we do one, two, and three, and that's it. You can't deviate from that. And then there's some people that do, and people just get mind boggled by it. They're just like, man, what what the hell is going on? This guy is crazy. And it's yeah. not even necessarily about being crazy. One of the things I personally learned in life, everything really is not black and white. It's you can do good and a bad thing happens. You can do bad and good things happens. It's 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 whatever you want to do personally, but just don't blame nobody for it. You know, like you know what you signed up for personally. Let's let, let's let's keep it real. Like when it comes to situations in life, if you don't know, like we said, Google it, do your research first. But after that, it's it's your decision. Do what you want to do. Very much agree with that, my friend. Um, next one is Bird Country. I will let you go oh. first. I'll let you go first, and then I have a tale about Indiana. 
<laughs> man, I wish I had a story about Indiana. I don't. But so with Bird Country, when I first heard it, I'm like, all right. So because it's, it's some type of country sample. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. I do like I do like the song. I think it's a decent song. Charles, I guess he has in the song in the song he's talking about Indiana and his story about Indiana, maybe his first time going there. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where I'm not sure why he would go there at any point in time. But what I took from it was that anytime when you're out of your element, because let's say, you know, Charles from Harlem. I mean, we know the whole Cleveland thing, but Charles from mm-hmm. Harlem. And you think about that being from like New York and then you go to Indiana, it's like that's a that's a culture shock for most people. Mm. Uh living's completely different, people are different, attitudes are different, lifestyles yep. different. And then it just ma- makes you think like, oh wow. The the closest thing I ever had to that was uh um, for my job <laughs> in Delaware. Yeah, man. No, but look, the closest thing I had, like at least for my job being from Delaware, um, I had to travel to South Carolina. I went to South Carolina before, and I'm like, this is completely different from Delaware. I'm like, wow. So, uh, but I, I do like I do like the song. I, I like the the message he kind of kind of displays where he's just talking about, hey, like, I'm somewhere different. It's not really home for me, but I, I think I could I think I can be be all right here. One thing I will say that kind of bothered me is more only on the first verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you definitely hear Charles. He's freestyling and he does his one take thing. And <clears throat> water. Give me a second, real quick. All right, that's what Charles doesn't do on the song. <laughs> he um, his vo- voice starts getting a little scratchy and whatnot. And you know, you can hear him like his his voice is a little scratchy, but he's still freestyling and he still delivers the verse. But that's one of my biggest, you know, takeaways where it's like, hey, man, it's okay to, like, redo it, you know, just clear your throat and then get back to it. But I do understand the whole essence of flowing and freestyling. Mm. You got to restart your verse over and you didn't write it. So you're, yeah. the verse is going to come out completely different. But I, I, I that that's one thing that uh, I was like, come on, man. Like, clear, clear your throat, man. Pause. Clear your throat. It's crazy. I didn't even notice that uh, when I when I was listening to it. Um Mainly because I, I I realized he was talking about Indiana. Uh, first off, let's get one thing straight. Um, if we have any star chasers from Indiana, no, this isn't really about you. Okay, this is this isn't about you. This is about me and and your state. I don't like Indiana <laughs> <laughs> under any circumstances. Um, so when I was in college. I- Listening to listening to Charles Hamilton, you know, of course, obviously. Um, I played basketball at basketball at my school, and for years, if we had a Thanksgiving tournament, we had it at home. So we would have like two days. Like it would be it would be like um, we'd go to Thanksgiving. Oh, was that how we did it? Probably had like the the week before, or like the week of. We would have like a two gate two day tournament. We go home for Thanksgiving. Come back. All right. Okay. So my senior year, I look at the schedule, and we have a Thanksgiving tournament away in bumfuck Indiana. Mm. And I'm like, wait, what? So, like, first time going to Indiana, I'm like, all right, bro. Let's just at least go take care of our business or whatever. 
go home. But then I think, like, dog, I'm about to miss my grandma's Thanksgiving meal to be in Indiana. So we go. It's a it's a six hour. I think it's like a six hour drive from where we were from. We get right. there. It's like it's raining, but like we get to the hotel. The hotel has a club in it, bro. I'm like. Yeah, it was like a it was like a dance drunk. I was like, we heard it coming in. I looked at the coach. I'm like, yo, dog, we're here. You brought us here when I could be at home. Can we at least go there? Like, no, we got friends. I'm like, dog, get the fuck out of here. So already it's also a bad story. We go, we go, we have we have Thanksgiving dinner. I was like, how are we doing Thanksgiving dinner? We have our first game. We win the first game. We have our Thanksgiving dinner. You know what we have it at? At a fucking buffet. <laughs> so like a golden corral style buffet and man i don't i i i kind of could guess it but like there weren't a lot of me in 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 indiana at this buffet it was very wasn't a bunch of us nah not at all <laughs> and so i'm trying to get the food and like they're just staring bro i'm like and i'm being real nice i'm like hey how you doing da, da, da. just like whatever da, da, da. so then it comes right. the championship game we're number two in the country. Bro, you know we lose that game, bro. So, like, we go all the way up to Indiana during Thanksgiving, and we lose to this Indiana team. And I was pissed, dog. I played well. and Like, it was cool or whatever, but I was really upset. That six-hour drive back really had me heated. And I couldn't – there was no leftovers. I had to go home. It was dark. So, ever since then, if somebody asks, we have to get rid of one state from the United States, guess who I'm picking? Delaware, State, Indiana, Indiana. It's a <laughs> wow, man. That's that's crazy. So first thing, I figured you were gonna say they got y'all uh, McDonald's. I figured you were gonna say, oh, they gave us McDonald's for Thanksgiving or some shit. I would have like preferred that. that. <laughs> I would have preferred that, bro. Damn. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you had that experience, and I'm sorry to all of our Indiana listeners. Hey, it is what it is. You feel me? And I hate it because I like this song too. I'm really pissed. I wanted to hate this song so bad, but it's so good. Uh, Great story. Great story. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't like telling that story. Uh, next song is the Six Million Dollar Man. Um, so this is where things take. I feel like for me, right, and and this is kind of the tale of the of the tape for me. The last three songs are they're iffy for me. Like I'm not big fans of these. Uh, starting with this one, which is I think my least favorite of of the whole track, mainly because the sam- we've talked about it before how like if it's like a rock sample or like a harder sample, it can like drown out what Charles is saying, and I feel like they were clashing against each other, and then like I want to hear that hook because I think the hook is good and I get it because you know six dollar six million dollar man we rebuild you that he's basically a machine. However, I can't hear it because of that sample. So it's really low. And like you really have to get the headphones to be able to hear it. So like it's like that one. I'm like, eh, I, I could probably do without this one. Same sentiments when I first heard the song. Uh, I feel like this is one of those Charles songs where when he goes on the defensive and he talks about like his music and his life, where he's like defending why he does the thing he does with his music. Mm-hmm. And it's understandable because there's a method to all of our madness. But it's one of those things where I don't think that the song translated well. I know with, I want to say Harlem's Verbal Kent, you were, I think it was that song, or maybe it was Department of Social Services. You said the hook you weren't really a fan of. It was like 
He could have did better with the hook. Mm-hmm. I feel like that with this hook because you saw about how he never messes up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I, I get what he's doing. Sometimes you do like a simple hook. Is that doesn't really matter. Just do a simple hook. But I don't think the song just translated well. I was like, eh, it's okay. So yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. But I, I get exactly what you mean. I kind of felt like that because everything else, I'm like. For as much shit that Charles gets for freestyling and doing something, certain songs on beats, uh, I'm like, these songs have been great so far. I- I've been enjoying them. But then this is, like you said, it takes a dip. And I'm like, this is where I see the losing focus type thing where it's like, okay, he's he's freestyling. Uh, the the verses are, are good, but it's like, it just doesn't, not memorable. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's, that's the word. Like, it's, it doesn't have the staying power. Um, next one was, I believe, is Uwe. I believe this was called. Yeah, this one is is interesting, and it's it's not, it's not, it's higher than than the six million dollar man. But same thing, it's just like, it's it's it's, it's it just didn't connect for me. Um, solid entry, but I just feel like again, it it wouldn't be something I run to. You know what I mean? Right. So with this song, I didn't know what to expect. Just seeing the, the name of the song, I was like, ooh, we like okay. Ooh, we I thought of uh, ooh, I thought of the Rick and Morty character. Ooh, <laughs> we <laughs> oh man. So I didn't know what to expect from <laughs> all right. Hold up, hold up, hold up. All right. So I didn't know what to expect, but it's one of those, I feel like the song's okay. It's like you said, I like it a bit better than the last one. I feel like this song will definitely grow on me more. Like, I'll, I'll enjoy it a little bit more, like, the more time I listen to it. But first time listening to it, second time, I'm like, it's okay, you know? Uh, I Like I said, I, I felt like, maybe because of the, the name of the song, I felt like he's going to have more of a disco-esque, dancey feel to it, maybe. But uh, overall, like I said, I'm cool with it, though. Um, I definitely like it a lot more than the last one. Yeah. The song wraps up with, I believe it's called Yusu Matrimony. Yes. Yep. Yusu Matrimony. Correct. You want to go first with this one? Oh, I do. You <laughs> see? Oh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> so that's funny. That is hilarious. Uh, with... That's hilarious. Hey man, dad jokes. We got them. We got him in, in stock. So, <laughs> so with this song, I didn't know what to expect. Again, title of the song, YouTube Matrimony. I'm like, uh, let's check it out. Yeah. So from the notes I have, I feel like there is a deeper meaning to the song. But Charles talks about a lot of things in, in this song. So first verse, he's talking about his cousin, MC Light. If y'all don't know, MC Light and Charles Hampton, they are related. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about just, I guess, some issues she might have had with the music industry and maybe some issues, some personal issues she had and him wanting to stand up for her and defend and defend Big Cousin and whatnot. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know, he's also in the hook course. He's talking about how he won't be televised. You know, the music won't be televised, all that type of all that type of deal. Um, Then he starts, I think, the second verse gets into the industry and just how some people get down in the industry. This is one of those like left songs. I'll say he's talking about some things that 
I'm pretty sure his label, like if he's actually signed to like a major label, they'd be like, ah, you probably shouldn't put the song out. Mm-hmm. But he's talking about like some industry acts, some third certain things that have been done around him or other people have done. And I know he mentions, hey, I don't regret anything I've done. It is what it is, you know? So I'm like, yeah. okay, I respect it. Third verse talks about magic because as, as y'all know, Charles says in a lot of songs, he acknowledges the power of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, talks about Wicca. Yep. And I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that. Uh, have you ever heard of Charles talking about Wiccan and Wicca and all that type of jazz? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's, 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 uh, that came about in his later years. Uh, yeah. That was an introduction. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, he's talking about that and this is what I will say. Um, if you guys don't know anything about Wicca, Google's free. Look it up. I, I won't mention it on here. I think sometimes you guys might need more of a better definition or more of someone else telling you a little bit more about it. Because with me, uh, I don't partake in it. And I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing and kind of give it a bad name. So sure. I'll say look that up. But he, he's almost everywhere with the whole with the whole song talking about different things. And it's an okay song. Uh, I I do understand he's trying to spill his heart out on the track, and he's saying certain things and trying to get y'all to understand. But mm-hmm. one of the, this is one of them songs again where I'm like, it's an okay song, but I'm not sure if it did what it needed to do to get people to uh, to feel it. You know, right? Yeah, I think it's crazy because I want to like the kind of like the hook. The hook is really good. The way the the hook is is good. I think where I get taken out is, and it's it doesn't happen every time it it, it occurs. But if it if I notice it and it's like a harsh like aggressive use of it, and then it throws me off. So when he kind of uses the slur in the middle, ah, uh, that's why I'm just like ah, it takes me out of it. You know what I'm saying? But it it doesn't like I said it doesn't do that every time if he does it. You know what I'm saying? Because again different times whatever you know we've, we've we've grown and you know i can't remember last time i've heard him actually use the word but you know it i can't control people's use of the word right but for me right it's one of those things where if i hear it and it's like in a jarring way especially with the 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 with the uh content that he was talking about it kind of it takes me out of it you know what i'm saying um yeah because other than that, I like I like the hook and like the the first verse is really good, and yeah, I just I, that's it's one of those ones where like I wish I could like it more, but yeah, I just I just get taken out from there. Yeah, and then of course I understand that, like you said, like this is 2014 when the project came out. I I will definitely say at this time people were still talking like that, still using that type of language. Maybe not as much, but it was still prevalent in rap, you know. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is this to each their own, you know, because people will always make the music that they want to make. Mm-hmm. At the same time, though, with how we are in 2023 now, you know, you got to hold people up to certain standards. And I will cool. say this. So even though that this project came out in 2014, 2015, when Charles got signed uh, to turn first last uh, Republic. Mm-hmm. There was no, he cleaned up all all of his, you know, left doings and whatnot. Like, uh, if I remember, he talked about Republican, them saying, hey, we don't want you talking about Sega. We don't want you talking about, yeah, you know, going left. 
talking about some of the topics you talk about, please refrain from that. And mm-hmm. he did. There, there's certain things where you could tell he was being a little resentful where he will kind of want to mention it, but he knew he couldn't. But yeah. he, he was very clean about about how he delivered his raps. And this is the unfiltered version because he could say and do what he wanted, you know. So I, I, will, I will give props to Charles for that, you know. When it came to him being on a actual major label or any type of record label, if he had to clean up his act and he was told not to talk about certain things, he wouldn't. And I think that's that's one of the things, though. Like, when you have that freedom to make whatever you want, you can. But you do have to take in the consequences of, hey, some of this is a little offensive yeah. and it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. So you got to keep that in mind because yeah. everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> like I said, for us, like I, we've talked about it before, but like we don't, you know, we're not fans of that word and certain stuff, you know what I'm saying? So, right. You know, that's just, um, unfortunately, fortunately, this kind of comes with the Charles Hampton territory or whatever, because it, it does come up often, maybe not as often as I'm thinking, you know what I'm saying? But like when it, when it happens, you hear it and you're like, oh, yeah. And it, it kind of hit like cuts like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I wish he I wish he didn't use that word because he's too talented to, that he could come up with a different word. I've seen him rhyme stuff where I'm like, how did you come up with this? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. you're way too cle- You're way more clever to, you know, just be saddled with that word or whatever. But, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's just it's just part of the journey, unfortunately, you know? Yeah. But um, 2023, man, how, how do you feel about chronometry in 2023 and what are we what are we rating it man what you got all right so 2023 i feel feel like this tape is pretty decent i felt like i wasn't i was going into this as you know having not negative feelings but i was like i didn't know how i was going to feel about it i was mm-hmm. like man i don't know but 2023 after listening to it a few times i enjoyed it yeah. personally enjoyed it um few few songs that i'm like eh, whatever but i would listen to this again uh it, like especially within this time period it's 2014 this is definitely something that i would recommend i'll say i uh, we're doing the rating system basonic okay good, good good project i feel like people should check it out um especially for the people that are kind of iffy on the hey lo-fi Charles freestyled on all the songs. Like, this is something I would definitely tell you to check out. I know we're going to come across some other tapes that are going to be around this time period. And, you know, I think this is one of the ones that you definitely should check out first. You know, out of the ones that you're not sure of or you don't know how to navigate, Mm because Charles has so many projects from 08 to now, that if you're in this time period of, okay, what was pretty good around this time, I I would tell people to check this out. 10 songs, you know pretty easy pretty easy listen to it's not it's not extensive it's not like 25 songs like a like a chris brown album or anything like that so right um okay <clears throat> so it's this is interesting because it's like based on like, i feel like it's referred for certain for certain tapes right i'm like okay. i think like the ones i think are, are like sonic level tapes and i'm trying to figure out if i'm not sure if that reaches that level and I'm kind of leaning toward Tails for this week. 
because it's one of those ones again i listened to it before and i was like okay i picked up two and that was cool but now i've come back you know and i'm like wait there's a lot more heat here that i wasn't necessarily i didn't give the right like chance to you know what i'm saying so you know this is another one of those like background you know like, like you're digging and you're like oh what's this let me see what this is and you go in there, you're like, oh, there's some good stuff here. I feel like the first the first half is like really good. I would say that first seven, like if this was a seven song tape and it just those last three were cut off, this might be I probably would have put it at sonic level base. Maybe maybe, maybe even closer to supersonic than I would like to realize. Maybe like a five chaos emerald type sonic, you know what I'm saying? Didn't get the last two, but he had he had a he had a few on there, you know what I mean? Um but yeah, I, like I said, there's a lot of really good songs on here. Ones that I discovered this past night. Pedigree is definitely going on a playlist. Um, even 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 Bird Country, that's going that's going on a playlist. Uh, to be fair to those people at Indiana, they did they they were like, man, you're really good, you're really nice, and we really like watching you play. So to be fair, they were okay. They were really nice people. I just did not like being in that state at the time. I did. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I think Tales is a solid as a solid rating for me, man. I, I, I'm very pleasantly surprised by how much I actually like to say today than I did before. Uh, I respect that. You know, like we talked about it before on on one of the previous episodes. You know, when you first listen to something and it's like, ah, eh, all right, but you go back and listen to it again, and you, and you you slept on it. You're like, oh man, like I I didn't really give this a fair shot. Yeah, and that's what I challenge. Uh, a lot of other star chasers do give, give some of these tapes a fair shot you know check it out at least listen to it the whole way through no skipping yeah because you might miss something yeah i, I could definitely say if if i did listen to this in 2014 i didn't give a fair listen at least with this this year now 2023 i definitely gave it at least two three fair listens and i'm like okay i definitely can pinpoint what i like and what i don't like and i can express it not just say oh i just didn't like it it just nah, wasn't for me. No. Right. I respect it. I got you. Well, man, we did it. We uh we uh we did our own time measurement today, and I feel like we're at a good time to wrap things up. Um be sure to follow us and subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh Star Chaser Central. You can also follow us on TikTok at Star Chaser Central, and you can also follow us on X at Star CH Central. Am I right? That's, that's correct. Nice. Oh, wait. No. Oh. You're wrong. It's not X. It's Twitter. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's my B. That's my B. Yeah, that's my B. Nah, you good. You good, man. You, you can call it X. I'm just not going to call it. <laughs> nah, you got it right, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like like Stick said, we were on YouTube. We got we got the TikTok, you know, going off. We have uh, the Twitter. The, 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 the Twitter, the Twitter, the X, whatever you want to call it. The YZ. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it, yeah, we're 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 on there, you know. Also, uh, you're probably listening to this already on on a DSP, but we are on streaming because there are some people that they they just watch these on YouTube. We are on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your DSPs from. Check us out there too. Feel free, like if you just want the audio experience, we got it for you. You can also follow us, man, on our individual spots. I'm on Instagram at Stick Around Fifty Four. That's S T I K Around Fifty Four. Mike, where can they find you, buddy? Uh, Instagram, the Mike Jackson, T H E Mike Jackson on Twitter. 
on Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, you can find me at Mike D Jackson. That's Mike D E E Jackson. One D, two E's. Uh, continue to interact with us, man. We like when you guys comment on our stuff. Um, we've had some cool interactions with people chatting about some fun stuff. What is that? So you didn't see it, but oh, I said Mike D Jackson, one D two E's. And then I was like, am I reversed? I'm like, hopefully I'm not reversed. Cause if I went like this and then the camera was reversed, it's like, it's going to be a beast and look stupid. But that's anyway, gonna <laughs> it would. that's going to be hilarious. I think it is reversed. That's the worst part. <laughs> anyway. So that's why I was, I was like, I was like, am I doing a B? Am I doing a D? Whatever. Anyway, one D two E's. Fuck it. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we, uh, we like it. We like interacting with y'all, man. Uh, we've had like some fun conversations. Um, yeah. So continue to continue to throw those comments to us, you know, retweet us, post your favorite stuff. When we ask what your favorite songs are, let us know, man. We we like we like chatting with y'all, man. Uh we have not had anyone get upset at us about some of our choices, and that's good. I think that's a solid start to this journey. I, I appreciate it because like like we know I don't have the most popular opinions, but like I said, no no, no one has um threatened to drop an elbow on us or, or knock us out. So Works for me. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, man. Be sure to let us know what you want us to review next. Any uh uh projects, albums, songs. Uh we could do like a song breakdown, lyric breakdowns of some of your favorite songs. We'll try. Um, we're not like we don't know what he's talking about half the time. We're just <laughs> guessing. So we we'll give our own interpretation of it, man. And you know, maybe he'll maybe Charles will comment and let us know exactly what some of these songs mean too, because he's he's pretty open to doing that. Uh, but of course, we are logging off of the Star Chaser Central, where we always encourage you to follow your dreams and reach for the stars. <laughs>